Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. We are bringing you some of the best and brightest entrepreneurs and traders in the industry. As always, it's your host, Charles, and today we've got a great one for you. So I'm going to be sitting down with Trader Soros to talk about a topic that I'm very passionate about, and that is selling on Amazon, specifically retail arbitrage, because it's very easy to get started and it does not take a lot of money to get started. As you can see from the screenshot, Soros is absolutely killing it. As of February 26th, he is up to 36 grand in sales. By the end of February, he actually sent me a screenshot and it was closer to 50 grand. He has ramped up production and there's no stopping this guy. Uh, so today we're going to be giving you kind of a crash course on how you can get started selling on Amazon, doing retail arbitrage. But before we get into that, I do just want to take care of a couple things. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a returning viewer, you are the true heroes of crypto Twitter. Thank you so much for being here. If you are listening to this on one of the podcasting platforms, I highly suggest heading over to YouTube. We're doing video interviews going forward. And that visual stimulation is really great with the audio. There's a link in the description. It's the top line. It'll take you right over to YouTube. And if you haven't already, guys, I suggest that you subscribe to the show. We are putting out two new episodes a week, and you don't want to miss them. The second thing is I just want to give a quick shout out to the sponsors. The first is Roundly X. I've been using them for close to two months now. Actually, it's been over two months now, and I am loving it. How it works is you link your credit or debit card, and with each new purchase, they round it up to the next dollar and invest that spare change into Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency of your choosing. It's kind of like the acorns of crypto, and it truly is the best way to dollar cost average in. It's very hands-off, very stress-free. If you haven't already, there is a link in the description below. Go create an account link your cards, and start dollar cost averaging today. The second is CoinFlex. Loving what this exchange is doing. I've been trading on there for over two months now, and it has been a blast. You know, the normal stuff that I talk about, they've got some of the lowest fees, if not the lowest fees in the market, depending on how much flex you own. You can stake your flex and earn $10 USDT per thousand flex Per month I got my second payout I'm waiting on my third it's been wonderful and then last is these bracket order competitions they have been going nuts and if you're not on the platform you are missing out they're giving away 10 grand a day and these competitions are volume based so you really don't need to be the best trader to place and make that money if you haven't already, there is a link in the description below. Go create an account. Start participating in these competitions. Now, let's get to the episode with Trader Soros and talk about retail arbitrage. Down with Trader Soros. Uh, you changed your Twitter name to Trader Bezos because you have been 
killing it on Amazon. You sent me some of your, your screenshots, your sales for the month, and you are blowing almost everyone I know out of the water. So first of all, congratulations on that. I know you haven't been up and running for that long. Uh, and also thank you for taking the time to share this information with my audience and sitting down with me. I know I'm going to benefit from it a lot. Um, before we get into, you know, retail arbitrage, selling on Amazon, can you just give us a little bit of background on yourself and uh, what you were doing kind of before this all happened and before you blew up on Amazon? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for the congrats. It's all like, it's all happening way faster than I expected. Um, you know, I had big goals for this year, way bigger than the mentor, my mentor set me and I'm, uh, I'm exceeding my own goals. So I'm happy. I'm really excited to talk to people about it. Like I actually can't stop talking about it. Uh, <laughs> so this shouldn't be too hard. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, I'll get a little bit into my background. Uh, one thing I definitely don't want people to think is you need a background to do this because this is not rocket science. This is not like, uh, you know, this is not surgery. And uh, it's actually a lot easier than any e-commerce gigs I've seen in my like 10 plus years as an entrepreneur. But yeah, I started out kind of, I was a CPA. Um, I worked at a big, big company, hated it. Um, basically just was always looking for ways out. Um, you know, traveled the world a little bit. And, uh, you know, it was always, I was like selling tickets online and, um, always trying to do some, something entrepreneurially and not really getting too much traction. And uh, I continued working as a CPA from home for a few years and then the crypto boom hit and I got super rich on crypto and then lost all of that, not too much. <laughs> and- uh, Sounds like everybody's <laughs> story. There's a cycle, man. It's like you, go, <laughs> you get rich, then you become a trader. Then you realize, well, <laughs> now I'll keep going. You basically realize, I'm, you know, I am, um, I got pretty good at trading, um, but I have now I have a wife and a kid, and I have more people relying on me. And I'm I'm holding my newborn baby, and I'm realizing I'm like I'm sweating a trade right now. I'm sweating a huge trade right now, and it's just not healthy to be constantly, um, you know, trading's a little bit of an emotional battle, and it's just not fair to the people around me. Um, it can be super profitable, but I knew I needed to try something else, and I knew I had this mentor. Um, introduced to me a while ago and you know I was still very skeptical that was apparently killing it on Amazon my, my wife had met him at a uh, Tony Robbins event and I uh, I heard what he had to say and right when I kind of saw him on video and saw his setup I was like damn this guy's a pro and I still felt like did I just stumble on a gold mine here but this can't this you know I'm very I'm a CPA I'm very skeptical yeah I'm like this is too good to be true and you know I I'm, I was thinking all the same things you're thinking if you're looking at Amazon. I'm like, there can't possibly be that many opportunities. Like there, there has to be these big companies like arbitraging it all. Um, it's going to go away pretty soon. And Paul, my mentor, kept telling me like, dude, you have more money than opportunity right now. Like very soon you're going to have way more opportunity than money. And it's it's super true. Like I, every time I leave the house now, I, I see something. Right. I go to go and I'm like, I got to pick up these $500 with a shoe, like these, these 50 pairs of shoes. We can make 500 bucks. And it's like little things like that. And just, yeah, seeing the bigger picture, the way that um, stuff is going, um, retail's dying, but certain retail stores with huge discounts are thriving. 
And that's where retail arbitrage comes in. We can pick up those discounts, throw them up on Amazon and, and take the profit. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, business is booming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, are, you are absolutely killing it. Uh, it's funny you talk about the mentor and being very skeptical, skeptical uh, after finding this mentor. And, you know, I think everyone's in kind of the same boat. They're like, this is a scam. They're trying to make money, you know, selling me information. It's kind of like those paid groups that you see on Twitter uh, where mm -hmm. it's like, if you are so good at trading, why don't you just trade instead of sharing this information? Um, yeah. But like you said, it kind of gets to the point where there's more opportunity than money. And so you can set up this group, teach other people, uh, because there is just so much opportunity out there. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I think a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, he's mentioned arbitrage uh, going out. You know, we haven't really got into exactly what retail arbitrage is. So can you just give us the high level overview of how it works? And yeah. I know this one's hard because there's just like a lot to talk about, but let's try. I'm going to try to keep us, you know, as on track as possible for someone who knows absolutely nothing about it. And we'll just mm -hmm. walk them through it from start to finish. For sure. And I'll take one step back and say there's a lot of angles you can take selling on Amazon, but I'll narrow down four of them. There is retail arbitrage. That's what I do. And we'll talk about that. There's online arbitrage. You're trying to find deals online to sell on Amazon. Um, there is uh, wholesaling. You're going to make a deal with a big company, have them sell things to you at wholesale. You sell them on Amazon. And then there's private label. Private label, you're basically taking a product, like you're creating your own product, ordering it um, from China or Alibaba and slapping your label on it. And you're going to need to advertise do that. So those, those are like the four major avenues I see in Amazon. And retail arbitrage is what I do. And I think it's the easiest. I think it's the, the least competitive personally. And um, I wanted to do the least competitive, especially if there's a lot of money in it before I get into the other ones. And I'm, I'm already noticing that like retail arbitrage has a ton of advantages over wholesaling. I have wholesaling friends that are starting to do what I do because they're like, you're getting cheaper deals than wholesale. So anyway, retail arbitrage at the base level, you are using, you're going to the stores in your area. Um, and you're finding deals that are significantly cheaper than Amazon and you're sending them to Amazon and you're, you're using fulfillment by Amazon. So when somebody purchases on Amazon, they're using prime, they're doing one to two day shipping. Amazon's warehousing all your stuff. So all you're doing is you're going to Marshall's TJ Maxx outlet stores and finding deals, uh, that are 50 to 70% off Amazon. And then you're sending them into Amazon and people buy your products. There we go. That is at, at its basic, like yeah. the most basic way to explain it. Uh, so now can we dive into it a little more? So like, say I wanted to start my Amazon store. How do I start? What do I do? How do I find products? That sort of thing. Yeah. So basically you can get the seller central app. Uh, you can create a seller central account. Anyone can do it. Um, if you're above I think, 18, I think, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> we had we had someone in that, that Telegram group we're in yeah. who was Alec. really struggling with that. Yeah. Shout out to Alec. Yeah. Uh, hey, anyway. I, I, I respect him. He's a young man. He's trying his hardest. So. Hey, he's the one that's, he's actually, he's asked the most questions. So yeah. it's like, we're there to answer him. And a lot of people are just lurking 
and he's actually trying some stuff. So. Yeah, no, respect to him. But at the same time, it's like it, it. I think it's taught me how much how basic we need to go in our conversation. Yeah. Um, for like the masses. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I know I was privy to a mentor, and I I got taken through the basics too. And uh, you kind of look back, and it's sometimes hard to to remember. Um, but yeah, you you get the seller central sign up for seller central you can get a free account or you can do a 40 month account i think the difference is amazon takes a dollar more a unit which they already take a lot so once you start selling you should get the 40 dollar a month account so you get your account you get the seller central app and you can go to you can just go to stores and there's a camera button on your seller central app and you can scan products so you can go to um marshall's for example and you can just start scanning, 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 seeing what products, um, see if you scan a product and if it shows up on Amazon, um, you can sell that product. Now, there are certain things we look for. You're looking for a good sales rank. That's like the one thing that, that shows up. And if, if you have a sales rank in the hundreds of millions, that means that that product is not selling very well on Amazon. If you have a sales rank in the top, like 10% of sales rank, that means it's probably selling. So you're looking for things with a decent sales rank. So you're looking, sorry, just, just to interrupt sorry. there with the sales rank, the lower the number, the better it is because how Amazon works is they separate every kind of item into a different category, like home and garden, clothing, baby products, et cetera, et cetera. And in that category, depending on how fast the product is moving, uh, I don't know exactly what goes into their sales rank algorithm, uh, but depending on how fast and how well it's selling, it'll move up the rank. So when you're number one, that means you are the top selling product in that category. So when you say 10%, top 10%, that means if there's you know a thousand items or so in a specific category, it's in the top, like the sales rank is a hundred or below. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And uh, we don't really know what sales rank exactly. Like it's an Amazon number, so yeah. they could game it a little bit, but it's when you start, it's a good thing to base off of. Like when you're deep into this, you can use your own products to see this is selling. You can see your own data, but when you're starting Amazon, it's really great that this, this information is public. They're basically saying, look, this, these uh, products have some velocity you can buy them. They're already selling. Yeah. So a lot of people ask me, like, how do you, um, you know, how do you create your listing? Like, how do you um, get people to buy your product? I'm like, I don't. I'm literally just finding products that are already selling. Yeah. And I'm just buying more of those. So, like, if I went into Amazon, I mean, sorry, if I went into a store, scanned an item that's a brand name item, uh, when you list it, it actually gets listed under that item that's already created on Amazon, you would look like you're selling under that brand name. So when someone goes to type it up, it's that first thing that's coming up on the Amazon search list. Uh, so you're not, you know, like I've had other people on, I had art on, we did two episodes on Amazon selling. We talked about creating titles, creating descriptions, how to get your sales rank up. This one sales ranks already set. The listing is already set. You just scan and you send to Amazon and it gets listed under that product. Here, let, let me show my screen really quickly. Yeah, please. Uh, the uh, I just happen to have this shoe up right here that um, you can see exactly what you're talking about. It's it's just the standard Amazon, like I want this shoe, I find it on Amazon, I go to buy now. 
half the time you don't even look at and it's prime you don't even look at this i don't even know you can see that sold by trader soros and fulfilled by amazon so you're going to get all of the same exact the same amazon box you're going to get the same return policy it's going to come in one or two days because it's prime but in reality i'm the one that found this product and it's sitting in amazon warehouses um tagged to my um to basically to my account and if you buy this i get credit for the sale and uh, money goes into my account exactly and that adidas men's light racer yada 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 that was already a listing on amazon so you didn't have to create this you didn't have to put the specs in you know it was nope. already all up for you exactly and some people you know sometimes it's tempting if you don't see something on amazon to create the listing but i'm all about focusing why not focus on things that already sell if i see an awesome shoe in the store that's not on amazon i just get rid of it go to one that is an amazon yeah, so that was my next question was, okay, so say you're scrolling through the store or strolling through the store uh, and you see something uh, and it's either not listed or it's restricted. Is there mm -hmm. anything you do there in that specific, I guess, okay, circumstance? That's a good question. With as a, If it's not listed, I ignore it. There if it go. is restricted, 90% um, of the things that you scan will be restricted, maybe 80% especially if you go with big brands, but you want to keep seeing, you want to keep clicking, um, trying to see if you, if they are unrestricted, because eventually if you're doing Amazon for a while, um, they will auto approve you for brands. And, you know, a restriction at first sounds like a bad thing, but in reality, if you get unrestricted for something, then you have, you have just lightened your competition big time. Everyone is, in behind you because they're restricted and suddenly you have a product you can sell and you're unrestricted. So when you're scanning around the store, um, you want to, that's like the first thing you want to do. You want to look at sales rank. You want to look at um, ROI, if you can make money and you want to look at if you're restricted. And, um, and that's, that's basically what I look for still at the store. Right there. Yeah. It, it doesn't, the kind of formula for this, the formula for success, it doesn't change from, when you're first starting out to when you're killing it, you know, your big leagues, um, mm -hmm. you know, so one thing I did want to touch on on the restricted thing is I recently just got uh, accepted for a restricted item. Uh, it had a very high sales rank and, you know, all it took was me clicking requ request approval. Uh, there mm -hmm. are other things where they require like invoices from distributors and stuff. And that is a whole nother beast. Um, so don't really want to get into that, but there are items where it just says, you know, like, why are you selling this product or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said, are you cleared to sell this product? Yes, because it's selling through Amazon. And then they're like, all right, your restriction has been lifted. I put those items up. I had like 50 items and they all sold within like two days because mm -hmm. nobody else is selling it. You are like one of the only people selling it once you get past that restriction. Yeah. So trying to kind of bring us back on That's one thing that yeah. I just that's what one thing that becomes so mind-blowing when you're in a couple months into this. You start selling products and you realize you have a product that Amazon tells you is selling well and there's one other seller, yeah. zero. And you're like I'm selling to 330 million people in the US. Yeah. And I'm the only seller. It's it seems like like I was skeptical about there being opportunity, but now this is just absurd when yeah. I see that. 
I'm like, I have a shoe that is in every Adidas store. I see it in physical stores and I'm the only seller on Amazon. Like that's insane. That's so, mind blowing. Opportunity you're dealing with here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, you have found your niche. You're very much specialized. You're doing a lot of shoes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I just want to get this out there that for anyone who is just starting, I think you should keep your eye out for anything and everything until you find your niche. Like my store still has stuff that I bought, you know, a little while back that is kind of slow moving, but I, I've got everything and anything in my store because okay. it'll sell. Um, so, okay. You're, you're going through the store, you're finding stuff. If it's restricted, you're trying to see if you can click through. If not, it'll show you like walk us through what we're seeing in the store on the site. You see the sales rank, you see the price. Can we get into pricing a little bit more? Because you know, there's, there's a large fee that gets taken out. There's some stuff you got to really be cautious of. So can we get into that? So Amazon takes a huge cut, um, but yeah, but, but really not like a lot of people think that way. They're like, why don't I just, you know, ship my own product and Amazon won't take the same cut. Well, you're selling to like a million people instead of 300 million people. Like everybody uses Prime in my eyes. And, you know, Amazon takes a big cut, but they're doing everything for you. They're literally sending you all the customers. They're doing returns for you. They put it back into your inventory. They do all the marketing. So Amazon takes a big cut. And just to go back to what we were talking about, when you scan a product, you really, a lot of times you have to find products that are between 50 and 70% off. That's a perfect number. Yeah. (laughs) Because, and you're not even going to make that much on that. Like you might make, I mean, on a a $40 product that you find for 20 bucks, you still only might end up making five bucks. And, you know, these are random numbers because it can vary on weight and uh, and size Um, that factors into what Amazon takes. Um, But in general, when you're starting out, I'm looking for products 50 to 70% off of the Amazon price tag. And I still only expect to make a little bit. Um, but however, but then like Charles said, go wide, look, get 50 different types of products, go to Marshall's and um, get it, get things in different areas, kitchenware, um, uh, hair and beauty, clothing, shoes, um, all these different areas, get a couple of things. And then you start to build your store. And the reason we call it is wide, not deep. You don't find one decent item and buy a thousand of them because there are price wars. There are oversupply, like people, like way too many sellers come in on the same product. And that's happened to me. Um, but if you go wide and you buy a bunch of different things, you really, you can't get hurt. It's, it's like the same way um, when you're investing and you're creating a portfolio, um, you buy, you can buy 20 different, different items and that's going to diversify you. Uh, so I think I went a little too far there, but basically, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I do appreciate that you're going into this because I think it's <clears throat> it's essential that when you're starting and you don't really know what's going on, you don't buy a mm-hmm. thousand of one item. And we can yeah. get into all of the reasons why, one of which is that, you know, you kind of want to diversify. I've had items that, you know, I bought at a severe discount. I said, I'm going to make a ton of money on this. There was a price war that went on. Price got dropped. Like... It was something stupid. They were like small and I bought a bunch of them. They were like a $10 item in the store marked down to like a dollar or something like that. So I was like, oh, I'll buy a ton of them. I'll make like a dollar on each and we'll be good. 
and as soon as I listed it, they dropped the price. Someone dropped the price from like twelve ninety nine on Amazon to because it's ten dollars in the store, twelve ninety nine on Amazon for the convenience. They mm-hmm. dropped it down to like five dollars or something like that, and yeah. then with the fees that Amazon's taking, it's no longer profitable for me to sell them. So I just got totally burned there. Uh, And so, you know, if I had bought in a couple, tested it out first, you see, okay, this will work. No one's fucking with the price. No one's trying to bid me down. Then you go a little bit deeper and pick up a couple more. Uh, But I got, Mm -hmm. that was like my big burn right there. But that probably, that taught you so much from that burn. Like that is, that's why you have to like, it's just like trading where you can start the smallest amount and learn all of the mistakes with a very small amount of money. And then you can scale whenever. So when you start, it's frustrating that you're not making any money because you're like, oh, I made three bucks here, five bucks here. But you're learning everything about it. And if you make a, get to make a little mistake like that, um, you know, fall, like, fall forward, make a small mistake. And now you know like when, when you have a ton of money on the line and you start to scale this thing up, you know you don't buy a thousand anything no, no matter how good it looks yeah. because these things can, can happen. And we're not like – we're not trying to scare the listeners here because this is a rarity. Like it's not like crypto where like, you know, nine out of 10 alts you buy, just go to freaking zero. Like no. it's literally the opposite. It's, it's like, like one of things you're going to make money or break even. Yeah. And then the 20% is what you got to watch out for that. The hit rate is so much easier to deal with on Amazon than, than trading like emotionally. <laughs> 100%. Uh, yeah. So can we get into because uh, you know we're talking about this, we understand exactly what we're both talking about. Uh, can we circle back on these kind of bidding wars? Any tools that you use? Because I know there are repricing tools out there. I don't know if you're comfortable with talking about that. Um, yeah, I won't go into my specific repricer, but okay, uh, there's a lot out there. And basically, yeah, you have software that that um, automatically competes with other people's pricing, and you can set rules. So that's what that's how you scale. If you have thousands and thousands of products, you know when you start with a few products, you can just you know you can go in there and price um, effectively. And one thing that probably new people do that um, they shouldn't is if they see the price is sixty two dollars, they price at sixty one dollars, and then they they may have triggered a little price war with somebody else's repricer and that shit. And if Amazon's in the in the mix, oh, like oh. Amazon's product, all that stuff might just drive your price down to $40. And what in reality, there's so much like, there's so much demand out there that the smart thing to do is if the price is $62, set it $62. Let Amazon cycle you and the other seller nicely through the buy box. And so that's what happens when you put something up um, and uh, someone goes to buy it. You know, if they buy from my store, then I get cycled out and the next store gets cycled in. So we get, we take our turns on the buy box and on a lot, on most listings, you have like this nice balance of, of stores where people are pretty much keeping the prices in the same area and everybody's making money. Um, but if you do use a repricer super aggressively and you just lower the price, no matter what, if somebody else does that, um, you could get in trouble. And what your re- what my repricer does is, you know, if somebody, if I detect that someone is doing that, I just set my price to like really high and I just wait for that person to their supply to run out. Um, and the rules on the repricer um, will allow you to do that. There we go. You can kind of set that, forget it. Cause I, I remember when I first started, I was 
I was refreshing my page, you know, every hour, and you'd get into those bidding wars on certain products, and I'd have to be like, fuck, I'm not selling right now, I gotta mark my price down, and it's usually a penny that it gets marked down one penny lower, one penny lower, one penny lower, uh, mm -hmm. and so I was constantly just refreshing my store, resetting the prices, uh, this repricing tool allows you to just kind of set it, forget it, walk away from it, uh, but I do want to touch on the fact that if you're seeing a product that's selling for $99.99 by somebody else, your first thought is I'm going to set $99.98. But like you were saying, you will get cycled through the buy box if you put it at that same price that it's currently selling for. And so if you and another person both have the same price, you will sell a little less often, but you will continue to get cycled through the buy box. I don't know if everyone knows what this buy box is. Uh, we can get into that really quickly if you want. Um, and how the buy box works. Uh, so like when you're on Amazon looking for a product, can you, I don't know if you want to pull it up again. Um, sure. But like the, the buy box is the, hey, this is, this is the product you'll be getting. You'll be getting it free two day shipping if you have Prime. Um, so I don't, I don't know if there's much else to talk on there, but with regards to selling on Amazon, uh, you really want to get that buy box slot, which is, lowest price and usually it's fulfilled by amazon so that they can get it out with that two-day shipping yeah so here's the buy box and i happen to be cycled into the top right here um now i can also go to here and see all the other sellers but nobody nobody does that right most people don't do that um and now so every once in a while i don't fully understand it but there's not a buy box and it goes straight to this page um but yeah, you can see mine's at the top. I actually am priced under that. I'm not sure what my repricer is doing. It's a little bit proprietary and I don't fully understand it. I have so many units now. Yeah. It's its thing. Um, and that's another thing. Like I don't pay, once you start scaling, people are so worried about selling at the exact right price. For me, it's- um, You're not it's worried about it. I'm trying to sell like trading. If I have a profit, I'm trying to take it and move on. Yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of people will sit there and wait six months to sell their product for 20 bucks profit instead of taking the $10 profit now, getting that money out and putting it into something better. Yeah. So with, as you scale, the like little dollar here, dollar there doesn't make that much of a difference. I do suggest for people who are very new to it, who are starting a very small store, I'd say monitor this stuff yourself. You know, if you've yes. got five things in your Amazon shop, go through every day, check the price, see what other people are doing. Don't get a, a repricer immediately and just let it fuck with your prices because you're not going to learn anything about how the selling works, in my opinion. Yeah, you want to do almost everything manually from the start. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people mess up where they just never scale. They just keep doing everything manually and they just get stuck by, with a hobby. Yeah. And my mentor from the very start, and he just kept repeating it, was like, look, we're not hobbyists. We're building a business. And I kind of brushed him off sometimes, but it's true. If there is a million new Amazon stores this year, which there are, um, I was like, wow, there's, there's going to be a lot of uh, competition, like a million new stores. I think there's 3 million total stores. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's not good. But then you drill into the details and the article went on to say, there is, um, I want to say, 200,000 stores. 
that do over a hundred thousand in sales. I'm like, wait, wait a second. That's not even a hundred thousand a year in sales. It's not a lot. That's not even a lot of money at all. You can't make a living off that. Then they drill in further and they say 30,000 stores do a million. There we go. So there's only 30,000 other stores doing a million a year. I'm easily going to hit a million in my first year. Can I get Um, into that? I do want to ask what your sales were for last month. I don't know because it's halfway through March. What were your sales like for all of February? And then how are they, how are projections looking for March? Um, this is uh, Amazon's reports are so ugly. Can you, you can see my screen. Yeah, I can. And they're terrible. I hate them so much. Yeah, so if anyone wants to build proprietary reports for Amazon, that would that would do great. You'd make like, a killing. Yeah. So here's sales over here. Um, in March, I'm at thirty-four thousand, so I might have a hundred thousand dollar month. And it is, yeah. I just want everyone to know who's watching this. You can see it in the corner, but it is it is the eleventh of March? So we are <laughs> we are eleven days into this month, and you are at thirty-five grand. Yeah, I'm about to hit, I think, a rolling 100,000 between like the last 30 days, which I'm pretty hyped about because, I mean, when I set goals, I was expecting to hit the 100,000s in like late Q3 or in the the end of Q1, which I like can't, I still can't wrap my head around like how easy it was to scale once I, once I basically got a couple stores that I was comfortable with and, and tested some products, I'm like, it's time to turn on the money switch. Yeah. It's time. Blasting money into inventory. I know how much generally the sales are going to get kicked back to me. And that's exactly what I did. And I was, you know, worried when I first like turned the corner because it takes some time to get inventory in and to get buying. But then like started seeing like $5,000 sales days. And I was like, holy shit, this stuff is like for real. Yeah, no, you have, you have done this perfectly. Uh, so I do want to get into a couple more things cause I feel like we're almost there. People who are listening are almost ready to head out, hit a shop, get their site set up. Um, can we talk about packaging shipping? Cause you, you, you mentioned the FBA versus shipping yourself. Uh, when mm-hmm. you do FBA, you're included on the prime and the buy box. Um, but how do you get the products? to Amazon, an Amazon warehouse so that they can fulfill it and do their whole thing, package it, send it out. Um, and I know you, you actually do something a little bit different. How should my audience start? But before we get into this question, I do just want to give a quick shout out to my third and final sponsor, crypto.com. I've been talking about them for about a half a month now, uh, and I'm loving what they are doing. They've got a ton of different stuff going on i know i've mentioned this every single episode so i'm going to keep it brief so we can get back to the show the first is that they've got the mco visa credit card it allows you to spend your crypto and earn five percent cash back on all purchases they do have some other little tiny perks like they'll pay for your netflix pay for your spotify as well But I do think the most important thing is the 5% cash back on all purchases. On top of being able to spend your crypto, you can actually earn it as well. Uh, So for the bigs like Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, you can earn up to 6% annually. And then on stable coins, you can actually earn 12% annually, which is unreal, especially with these recent rate cuts. Uh, we're going to start seeing declines in interest rates on savings accounts. Uh, so you can earn a ton on your stable coins, 12%, like I was saying. 
And then lastly, the syndicate, which is their fundraising platform, is doing another sale. They're actually going to be selling Tezos this round. And how it works is you stake your MCO and you're able to purchase whatever coin they're selling at the time. I think the last one was actually Chainlink uh, at a 50% discount. Chainlink's huge. And then Tezos, also huge on Twitter right now. Uh, everybody's talking about it. So if you do want to pick up some cheap Tezzies, you can do that through the syndicate. Again, it's 50% off. If any of these things have excited you at all, the card, earning crypto, 50% off Tezos. There's a link in the description below. Check it out now. Um, you should start, like we said, everything manual, figure out. Um, I mean, you can probably find videos online on how to package. I mean, there's an Amazon Seller Central. But basically, Amazon tells you um, what the requirements, requirements are for anything you buy. So if you buy... A, uh, if you buy shirts, like um, polo shirts, it's going to say it needs to be in a clear poly bag with um, a self-seal poly bag with uh, anti or no suffocation warning on there, and you need to have your label on it. Uh, so you prep it as Amazon says, or you can do it without a label, um, and Amazon will actually figure that out as well. So like, you want to prep all your stuff to Amazon standards, put it in a box and send it to Amazon. And that's how you do Amazon Prime. Um, a lot of people, I think we mentioned it before, try to do seller or merchant fulfilled, which means when someone buys a product, I'm sending it directly to them. Um, you know, you save a little money this way, but again, you're selling to people that aren't using Prime. That's, you've just completely lowered your customer base and you have no way to scale unless you really are planning on building a warehouse yeah hiring, hiring employees to do all your prep to send it to uh, to send it one by one as people order so you can save a few bucks per order well amazon has already taken care of that for you they're going to charge you a fee but what we do amazon prime um, fulfillment by amazon sellers is we prepare it the way they want it poly bag label stuff it all into a box send it to amazon um, they check it in, they put it into our inventory. And when somebody buys on prime, their robots go around, they find our product, they stick it in their own Amazon box and then mail it out. So that's, that's the process that we use. And I would recommend you learn how to prep all your own stuff. Um, learn how to prep shirts, learn how to prep shoes, learn how to prep health and beauty. Um, because in the scaling process, what you do is you have someone else do it for you. And you want to you need teach them. To yeah. And you need to know all the little things because what happens is if, if one thing goes wrong, Amazon is a massive algorithm. It's a faceless, enormous company and it will suspend your account with like, with no warning and with no one to talk to for months. Yeah. So there's always that possibility and you got to do it. I just tread very lightly and do everything by the rule book yeah. um, and learn make sure that all my products are prepped correctly. There's no way that they're going to come at me and say that shit. I left a plastic, uh, you know, security tag on a, on a, uh, on a shirt something like that. So there we go. So it, it, it's crazy. Cause you talked about the fact that you don't need to label it. There's stuff that requires an Amazon label requires poly bagging, but you don't even need to do any of that. You can, again, just rack up your Amazon charges, let them put it in a poly bag, 
Let Wait, them... really? You can send it without a poly bag? Yeah. So it, they charge you fifty cents per. So I wouldn't recommend it because you want to learn it. Yeah. But cool. Like if you if you want to get it some might stuff help out... you. Just be, sorry. It might help you just because yeah. you're doing you know a lot of stuff that needs poly bagging. It you're doing high volume, so that could be something helpful for yourself. Um, but I do want to go back to okay, so. I'm just trying to think here, trying to walk us through this whole process, right? What do you need? Because I think this was a, a big thing for me was like, what tools do I need to get started for the shipping process? So can you walk us through some of the items that you use, like boxes, tape, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said before, you want to treat this as a business, not a hobby. So you want to go out and get your supplies. Uh, just off the top of my head, you need boxes. So I went to U-Haul uh, and got... You know, small, medium, large, extra large boxes, just threw a bunch in my shed um, so that whenever I needed to ship something, I had the box ready to go. Uh, I think bare minimum, you need, yeah, you need boxes. You need just get assorted poly bags with suffocation warnings for clothes. Um, you need, uh, if you're not doing your own label, like if you were doing your own labels, you need a label printer. Uh, but if you're not, uh, you don't even need that. And then you can, I think you can print the shipping label on your standard. You can uh, on your standard printer. Yeah. So, okay, th this one's tough. This tough, question's tough for me because I have a huge list of supplies that I bought and that yeah. I, but um, some of you are going to want to do this bare bones. My recommendation is you do it like a business. You invest into your supplies and you, you learn all the different tools into prepping. And um, I'm not going to get into every single tool here, but a little, I guess a little, not a plug because I'm just doing it for fun join like jump in our telegram and i'm talking way more about all the uh specifics yeah there we go just you know uh, i i think for someone who wants to start this bare bones it would be some boxes some tape you're going to need a printer you're going to need your laptop to get all the products listed and i think you can get away with pretty much just that and then there are certain products like we've mentioned where you need poly bags or you need to wrap it in bubble wrap uh, mm -hmm. so that sort of thing but you know bare bare minimum you need boxes tape printer paper uh, so you can just get the items shipped off uh, and then amazon can take care of the rest so mm -hmm. you know we've kind of walked through this process where you go into a store you scan an item you're looking for stuff that's 50 to 70 percent off anything higher you should pretty much immediately be buying uh, even if it's not a crazy good sales rank, you can leave it in your store. You'll eventually make some money on it. But okay, so let's let's walk through you know Joe Schmo one more time so that these guys can get started. They're gonna yeah. So okay, to get started, you can get the Seller Central app and start scanning in stores. But and you can you can take this back. But what I what I really wanted to have taken away from this is if you want to do this right. I got a mentor that like, this is not rocket science. This is literally a bunch of steps, a bunch of, you need to be motivated. You need to like be ready to like knock down doors and, uh, and like keep clicking, clicking, clicking. Whenever restricted says no, you keep freaking clicking and eventually you get unrestricted. There's a lot of no's in this business, but my recommendation is to get a mentor, which is easier said than done. Yes. Get a mentor that's done this before and can take you through and pay him. 
and because and pay him to pick up the phone and tell you all these little things because once you have that someone explaining to you all the little nuances that you can miss everything is pretty straightforward you're buying cheap products and you're shipping them to amazon yes uh, so you can go around and start scanning um and checking out your roi checking out your sales rank you want that to be relatively low you know top 10 or lowest 10 percent um and you want to see if you're restricted and you can see if you can sell that item and that's just a great way to start if you if you go around and scan an entire store and find 20 items you can sell you're you're very ahead of the game and you can start like kind of extrapolating what you could do if you can buy a lot of those items. There we go. Um, so just a quick thing, quick plug for us. We actually did put together a telegram. Sorry, I haven't been in there as much. I've been on the road traveling, uh, but I suggest heading and getting into that telegram because you have been insanely helpful for people you know people have been throwing out questions you've been in there answering them i'm answering them when i can uh, and like you're saying there is little stuff that's just going to come up where you don't know and someone who's been through the process can explain it to you in two seconds right right so I, get, i'm answering everybody's questions in there like yeah get in realize there. this gets everyone is asking me how to do this and i'm realizing i have some trade secrets i need to keep to the chest because when I go and sell a shoe and there's one other seller, I don't want to wake up tomorrow and because I did a podcast, there's a thousand other sellers and I don't have my edge anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been trying I, to tread lightly on you know specific questions that'll like give away your edge. I think this yeah. knowledge can be applied and potentially could, but I, I think you know for the most part, you and I are safe. I mean, I'm generally like, and and I'm happy to help you on on Telegram. I'm happy to help individual people. I'm not that worried about it. It's just, uh, you know, as as a respect to my mentor who taught me all this stuff that he learned falling flat on his face for like three years, I got to fast track in basically being profitable in like three months and insanely profitable in five months. Yeah. Uh, I gotta, I have to protect his shit. And I've already given, he's already gonna be mad about what I've said today. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have people coming up to you after this episode saying, hey, can you be my mentor? which is yeah. going to be a pain guys are taking me out to lunch and it's starting to get really old. Like, and I, honestly, I only want to help people that are like very motivated and are, you know, and have like their why figured out, like, why do you want to do this? Yeah. So, because, yeah. so here's the thing. I, I do just want to say this cause I don't want anyone to be, you know, swayed not to do this. You can very much do this as a hobby, as a side business, and you can make a little bit of extra income. Like I'm talking with one of my buddies on Twitter. He's very young. I think he's 19 years old, right? And he went and he flipped a couple TVs. He like used some of his savings, flipped a couple TVs, now has a little bit more money to play with. He might start scaling, but just like the pure joy he said that he got from walking into a store, buying something for you know crazy discount on clearance, selling it on Amazon within the week, and having more money in his account, it was just something so foreign to him before this. So, you know, for anyone out there who's just looking for a little bit of extra side income, this is also a great way to do it. You don't have to continue to build bigger, better, make more money, sell more product. It very much can be a side thing. And I think people are okay with that. Um, but have your eye on scaling, in my opinion, because 95% of the work 
is all the hustling and figuring it out. The yeah. scaling is the easy part. Yeah. So that's you're, my... you're, yeah, you're totally right. I just, I don't want to discourage people from hitting the store, you know, because yeah. they think that they've got to turn this into some, you know, huge thing. Uh, but no, right. you, you, but done. also that don't feel like they have the capital, which you need a little capital to start. Like if you can start it small and build a little track record, the, the money can find you. Like I, if you're, if you're younger, you may not have the network yet, but if I had no money, right, I'm 32. I have a, I have a good amount of rich friends that start seeing this happening and they're ready to throw money at it. Like right. you can get stake to do this stuff. If you show someone, look, I, I scaled up from freaking one unit to 50 units over the year. And it's really obvious that, you know, these products are selling. I'm the only seller. Like people will help you scale. Yeah. They, they want in, they, yeah. they, they see how much money you're making and they're like, I want to be a part of this. Uh, and they're willing to throw cash at you almost. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so there's two other things I did want to talk about, uh, because we did talk about, you know, walking into stores, scanning items. I think a lot of people are going to struggle with this one. I think it was something that I struggled with at the very beginning, just walking into a store, walking down every aisle, scanning everything. I was like on the lookout. I was like, you know, is the manager going to come over and tell me to leave? Um, you know, do people think I'm stealing? I felt a little bit uncomfortable at first. Uh, so do you have any tips for people who are just like a little bit more introverted, might have a little bit of trouble, you know, walking into stores, um, anything like that? Dude, I, I mean, I, I'm older now, so that, you don't that care. shame. Yeah, you, you, you don't care. But, no, but like it is awkward. It, you just have to, to just laugh at it, but like, just be honest with people. People love hearing this story. Yeah. Like if you say, look, I'm starting an Amazon business. I don't have no idea what I'm doing. Like the managers will help you. Like they'll be like, Oh, try this product, try this product. Like just be honest with people. People love when people like not to quote Gary V, but just be like authentic original. Like if you're just like, look, I just started this business. I'm scanning like an idiot and I want to find my first product. Like, just say that people are people at these stores too. They're not just like drones. Robots. Like they're, yeah. <laughs> they're not against you doing this. No. Like the only store I've seen against bulk buying um, is, is Nike because they just have so many sales. They don't want us in there. Yeah. They, and, they've got so many people trying to resell their product that they're just. But like, yeah. These, right. these stores need to hit sales targets. They want to help you find what you want to find. So go around scanning, no shame and just tell them what you're doing. And they're usually interested. Yeah. Right. Talk to the employees, you know, if you're in a place that's a little bit smaller, cause you know, I'm out in Southern California, you're on the East coast in a bigger city. If I remember, I don't want to dox you or anything like that, but you're, you're East coast somewhere. Um, you know, for these bigger cities, it's a little bit harder with the, the big box stores. Cause there's so many employees and stuff like that, but go in, start developing relationships with some of the employees, some of the managers. Uh, but for the first couple of times, you know, you really just got to say, fuck it. Like I'm going to go in there. I'm going to scan these products at checkout when you've got, you know, a hundred clearance products in your, in your cart, the employee's going to ask, you know, what are you doing with all this stuff? Be honest with them because, you know, I, at first I was kind of like, oh, I'm just buying them. You know, there's a good discount and stuff like that. After I started telling the employees, oh, this is what I do. I resell them on Amazon. They're saying they're, they're starting to help me. Like you were saying, you know, oh, Hey, there's a clearance on this stuff go check out this section or, Hey, I saw these items at a steep discount, go check them out over there. So <clears throat> I think once you get over that initial like fear and shame of going in there and just 
scanning away. Uh, you know, you start talking to the employees and they're very, very helpful. Um, I don't know if you want to talk on kind of relationship building with managers at all, um, or if you want to kind of just keep that to yourself. Cause I know that can be very helpful. I think, I think we covered a lot. Uh, but yeah, in the end, I mean, think about it. When you go to stores, you can be scanning your ass off or you can know the people there and they can help you when you go there. Perfect. So just that, that little tidbit. If you meet all the employees, it's just going to make your experience way better. And it's going to just like, it's going to, products are going to find their way to you. You're not just going to be there hustling the rest of your life, trying to find a cheap deal. There we go. So I think, <clears throat> sorry, I think we've gotten to the point where we've got someone who can listen to this episode. They can get set up. If you're listening, set up your Amazon store today. It does take a little bit of time to get cleared to start selling on Amazon. Again, you very briefly mentioned it at the beginning, but there's either a $39.99 plan where you can sell as many items as you want, or there's a plan where it's a dollar per item that they charge you that you sell. So if you're planning on selling more than 40 items in a month, go for that plan. If you're starting very, very small, maybe start with a dollar per you're going to lose a little bit of extra income. You're going to lose a little profit, but it'll give you a gauge on how many items you can sell. Once you start ramping up, go for the $40 plan. Uh, but do that today because it does take a little bit of time to get cleared. And then, you know, just keep an eye out when you're in the stores. Look for sales. Get the Amazon Seller Central app. You can start scanning items even on your trip to the grocery store. You know, if you see a sale item on some sauce or something, you can scan it. You can see how much, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of ahead of my house, ahead of myself because there's a lot to talk about, but go through your own house with this app, find, yeah. you know, anything with the barcode books, uh, you know, anything that you've bought and just scan the barcode and you will see that you will be able to see how much it costs see what the fees are, see what the shipping is, that sort of thing. Uh, and that's a great way just to get started on learning the like scanning process, looking at the numbers, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Now you trade, you sell on Amazon. I want to ask this question because I know everyone in CT wants to be this God, godly, you know, day trader. And that's their dream job. Which do you prefer? Which one is easier we talked about it a little bit briefly at the beginning of the episode, but which do you prefer? Dude, I want to be a trading god. It's I don't know what I don't know what it is. Just the ability to like any market just make money. <laughs> but it's just trading is a skill, a very difficult skill. And some of you are great at it, some of you are terrible at it. But it like if you hammer away and develop the emotional control and pick your spots and like trading can be very very great. It can be great and you can be really skillful in it, but Amazon is a business and it's not, it's not rocket science. Like I said, like I became a way better trader the second I started Amazon because you know about trading. If you feel like you have to make, make, if you feel like you have to make income from trading, it messes up your whole very mindset. Stressful. So once I realized like, wow, I, I'm starting to make income and it's, it's not freaking 55% edge. It's like, 80% of the things I'm buying or selling, I can clearly see income is coming in each month. Like once that happened, I became a better trader. Like 
there's definitely some, if you want to become a good trader, you definitely need to hammer the charts and you def definitely need to just see all the patterns and, and have a lot of screen time. But then once you kind of develop your strategy, a lot of it is stepping back, looking at the charts with a fresh set of eyes, not worrying about losing money, not worrying about like, do you have enough income coming in? And that's what Amazon has done for my trading. So I wouldn't say I prefer one over the other. I actually really like doing both um, at the same time. There we go. <laughs> maybe, <clears throat> sorry, maybe prefer to be a trader, but you think that Amazon selling is easier and has given you that peace of mind to yeah, allow you to become a better trader. And believe it or not, a lot of a lot of things you learn in trading, risk management, looking at charts, you can look at product charts, like these things translate. So like if, if you get a little bit of um, background in trading, investing, like you're going to be ahead of a lot of these sellers that have no idea you know, when it's time to cut a product, when you're, you know, you like people ask me, well, why did you sell it at a $2 loss? I'm like, because in a week it's going to be a $10 loss and I have a hundred of them. Yeah. Like, so it trading does, does prepare you a little bit for Amazon and gives you like some extra, extra tools. Love it. Okay. So we've gone over a lot. Do you think we could give my audience your biggest tip for selling on Amazon? Because I always like to end with a biggest tip. Uh, and then also potentially any tools that you use that you haven't mentioned yet. I know a lot of them are trade secret. You don't want to get them out there. But if there are any other tools that you use that you would like my audience to maybe check out, now is your chance. Okay. Well, the, you guys are not going to like my major tip, but this is, I've already said it a few times. This is what it is. Uh-oh find a mentor. I don't know how you're going to do it, but go on Instagram, find like 50 Amazon accounts that are killing it and pay someone a good amount of money, save up your money and pay them to tell you what to do. I know it's absurd. Like I know we're used to just learning for free online because the information is free online, but you're going to just, if you're really serious about this, you're going to shortcut, you're going to shortcut your learning by like three years. Like you don't even know what Amazon's going to look like in three years. Yeah. And it's if someone can just take you step by step, it's worth every penny. I paid my mentor seven fifty a month for six months, and I feel like I just stole. He gave me a million dollar business. Yeah, I just stole money from. Him. I mean, you, you like we saw your income eleven days, thirty five grand. You're rolling thirty is close to a hundred thousand dollars. Like the seven hundred and fifty dollars you spent was more than worth it to get started. Yeah, and I I've told him from the start. I'm like I don't like. I mean, I used to be a I used to be a consultant. I charged $200 an hour for my CPA time. Like this guy, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you're going to find that, but, but you might like people don't mind talking about this stuff, especially if you show that you're motivated and you put up a little bit of money to compensate them for their time. So I know that's not like a direct, there's so many little things in Amazon, but there's nuances that you need to know along the way. If you know the nuances from your mentor, the rest is just motivation and banging down doors and like getting this thing done. It's not, developing this crazy skill that you're like, I have a small edge over the rest of the traders. Yeah. It's literally, you had, you, you know, a little bit more than the other people and you just pound away and get it done. So that's my, that's my top tip. Get a mentor. Yeah. Uh, people are going to hate that. You're right. And you know, <laughs> I, I think it's one of the best tips, <clears throat> one of the best tips out there. Um, for me, you know, I like to throw out a tip as well. I'm, you know, very well versed in the Amazon selling. So I feel like I'm qualified to talk on this one for once. But, you know, start slow and scale is my tip. You know, when you 
when you first start, you're going to find a product. Even if you start small, you're going to find a product. You're going to flip it. You're going to make some money really quickly. Like you'd be shocked at how quick this shit happens. And then from there, you're just going to want to hit the ground running as hard as you can. You're going to want to, you know, just dump all of your money into a product and be like, all right, I've got a money money printing printing machine. Don't do that. Do not do that. Start small, scale, scale quickly, but don't just go from, you know, the first sale to zero to a hundred, you know, continue to scale, continue to grow. You're going to make mistakes along the way. And that's okay if you're going slow, managing your risk, one mistake isn't going to kill you. I know people who have sunk tens of thousands of dollars into products, not specifically with retail arbitrage, with you know more of the private labeling stuff, and they've sunk all their money into a single product and gone bust because they thought it was a sure thing and then it didn't work out. So love the tip on finding a mentor. There's a lot of scammy people out there, so I suggest being <clears throat> very cautious, but not too cautious to the point where it stops you from getting into this. Yeah, and if you don't get a mentor, ignore the noise telling you this can't be done online. I don't know like how, Idiots. like I started looking online before my mentor and I was like, I'm not doing this shit. Everybody says it's impossible. Like everybody says I'm gonna run into these issues. And like all the issues, like online is just a bunch of people coping why they couldn't do it yeah and it's so if you go online and try to find your information just focus find some find uh, somebody that explains things and is very positive about this because it's just it's the reality like if you if you stay safe you don't do anything stupid and if you like just get stuff up on amazon and start selling and start finding products you're gonna do well you don't need to to listen to like oh this i got my store suspended for this blah 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 there's gonna be challenges but the reality is there's a lot of opportunity here and you shouldn't let, you know, people on the internet tell you it's, it might not, uh, might not go so well because this, this, and this. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I can see how excited you are talking about this just in your smile that you got a little slight smirk on your face. You know, I, I want people to get excited for this because I know you are, you're making a killing. Uh, and you're so right in the fact that, you know, there's going to be a lot of people out there telling you, no, you can't, no, you can't fuck those people focus on people like ourselves who are you know telling you you can do it and showing you the ways you can um Mm -hmm. so thank you so much you know this has been and i I think this will be an eye-opening episode for a lot of people i know a lot of people are kind of struggling to pay the bills and this is just another avenue to bring in some extra money and you can turn it into an insanely large insanely profitable business uh one thing i do want to touch on with talks of a recession coming, are you at all worried about you know your store being affected by this? If there's a huge market downturn, um, do you know? Do you have any plans or anything like that for that? Um, I mean, my strategy is like I have thought about that, but you know, and I'm I'm happy to have some trading knowledge, and hopefully, I'll be able to hedge in certain ways. But really, the biggest thing you do with Amazon is look, people are still going to use Amazon. Go wide, not deep. Buy a bunch of shit in different areas. You can buy things that you can buy hand sanitizer. I mean, I'm not trying to profit off of the coronavirus doom, but like neither am I. You can buy things that um, that are people are going to need in a recession. And I have thought about it, but at the same time, like I'm full speed ahead. I'm gonna try to stay safe. I'm not gonna go 100% in shoes and clothes. I'm gonna get into 
you know, hair and beauty, essentials, food. You can go into like all this stuff. Yeah. So my goal, I want my store to be, I want to have 20 stores I'm shopping at for like 20 different categories. Yeah. Um, when the said and done, I'm not even close to there yet. And I'm already seeing tons of profit. Yeah. See, if shit hits the fan, people aren't buying, you know, Nike or Adidas shoes. If you've got health and beauty home products that people need on an everyday basis, no matter what the economy is looking like, you'll be okay. Those shoes can sit there for a little. You'll rack up a couple fees for storage. You can get them set back to you. You know, you really just need to plan for it. You can't be, I I was just talking about this on Twitter yesterday. You can't be one of those guys who's like, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. I'm not going to get into this. So I like that you are, you have thought about it, but you're not letting it stop you. And I think that's what people need to know. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. Uh, so before we go, because we covered a lot, is there anything else you think we may have missed or that, you know, you need my audience to know? Um, I think we covered a lot of it. I mean, we did you see the excitement in my voice. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Like I just, uh, and you found I, it, you found the one, I think. Yeah. Like this Amazon, literally, you don't have to get the customers. You don't have to build it. We had to build like websites and shopping carts like 10 years ago. Yeah. And like, Amazon gets you the customers. They have the website. They do your returns. They do like everything for you. So the excitement comes from holy shit. Like this, this is the holy act- grail. Yeah, like I I can't I still cannot get over it. And I'm not trying to sell you shit right here. I'm just yeah. trying to get you I, I'm just trying to have you see what I'm seeing. And uh jump in the telegram, you know, ask us more detailed questions and we'll get into it. Um but yeah, I hope you guys uh hope you guys see some success here because I'm definitely seeing it and I, I have no idea what I'm doing yet. Right. <laughs> it's been five months, you know, <clears throat> Yeah. people, people don't know what they're doing when they're running their first business for the first year, at least, you yeah. know, you're, you have it pretty dialed. You're still learning. It's still a process. You're going to run into problems, but you are not letting that stop you. You are full speed ahead and I love it. And I really appreciate you sitting down teaching my audience. Uh, one last thing for me, Again, guys, right now, today, after this episode, get the Amazon Seller Central app, create your store, go to your nearest store, Home Goods, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, sh- anywhere you can shop for clothes, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Kohl's, that sort of shit. Go out there, even though your store is not set up, get the Amazon Seller Central app, start scanning items, just see how much opportunity there is out there. And then from there, you can make the decision, all right, I'm going to make my first purchase. I'm going to send it in. Let's get the ball rolling. The Telegram will be in the description. Get in there. You can talk to both of us. I've been a little bit, you know, MIA because I'm on this road trip now, actually recording from an apartment in Scottsdale at the moment. So, you know, things things are getting crazy here. I will try to be as responsive as possible. Mr. Trader Soros here has been a godsend to these people. He's been in there answering every single question possible. Uh, (laughs) And again, man, thank you so much for your time. I I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Charles. Thanks, man. Enjoy your trip. Thank you so much. It's, it's the start of something beautiful. Yeah. I'm super jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm giving up my Amazon store. I can't really do what you're doing anymore. I don't know. On, my trip. on the road. That's pretty sweet. I know. So that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a much smaller scale. You have this, you know, beautiful operation. Uh, I've scaled it back a little bit, but I can still, you know, hit the local stores, find some product, put it in a box, ship it off from the local post office or UPS. 
but it's definitely smaller scale. Uh, hey, but I think I, I think it's worth it. You can always scale it up when you feel like sitting at home. Exactly, exactly. So again, 